word of God is light. It is light. It actively works. It is effective. It penetrates. It rejuvenates. Oh my, oh my. An encounter with God's word is life changing. It is life enhancing. You are listening to a podcast by Prophet Komezu Shamin. Hallelujah. I'm going to share a message uh, from the Lord that I, I believe will greatly encourage us. It will even prepare us even as we are going into our, our fasting program as a church. And uh, I pray even as the message is being taught and explained to each and every one of us may something be built inside of you as I was coming you know sometimes just before you get to minister or rather before I get to minister there's a certain way the Lord will begin to minister to me and one of the things that I was experiencing I was experiencing a birthing inside Lord planting in something new and that's why I say even as the message is being taught allow the Lord to birth something inside of you Amen and Amen Today we're going to be looking at a subject that I've entitled Burdens of the Spirit If you like you can call it Spiritual Burdens these are burdens of the spirit and when you get to grow or increase in your Christian walk there is something that you will begin to observe that will begin to happen to the believer the believer begins to pick up signals from heaven begins to pick up signals from the Holy Spirit the Holy Spirit begins to impart burdens in their lives for a particular purpose. And when I'm talking about burdens, obviously, I'm not necessarily talking about problems, so to say. In a moment, I'm going to give you an explanation or rather differentiate what it means to have a burden and a problem. Amen and amen. In the book of Luke chapter 19, the Bible tells us, Occupy until I come. Occupy until I come. That word occupy simply means get busy until I, until I, I come. That simply means to everyone that is here on earth, they have to be busy with something. To everyone that is here on earth, they have to be busy with the ministry of God, with carrying out their purpose and their assignment. So the Bible says, occupy until I come. You have to be very, very busy. The question is, whilst we are waiting for the Lord Jesus Christ to come, are you occupied? Are you occupied with 
what he wants you to do are you occupied with his agenda with his will or are you occupied with something else outside his agenda now seeing that the lord demands us to be busy there's a certain way that he the spirit of the lord will begin to minister to people he will begin to minister to believers and one of the things he begins to do is that he places burdens in the spirits of believers so that they can be occupied so that they can work you see a burden that comes to the spirit of a believer is there so that they can be positioned to do something all right a burden is something is is, is more of like a distress in the spirit something that le- moves you from your place of comfort yet in as much as it's moving you from your place of comfort the whole essence of a burden is to push you to do something and i believe if somebody gets to have spiritual burdens then on a spiritual perspective you are quite healthy i know the lord loves to plant burdens in people's lives but then response to burdens really matters because sometimes people learn have even learned the art of ignoring uh, burdens or just completely dealing away with them which should not be the case now there's a difference between there's a difference between uh, the burden of a spirit or and the spirit of heaviness ever heard of a spirit of heaviness or a weight in the book of hebrews chapter number 12 that should be this one it tells us to put aside all weights okay and sins all right so there is what is known as a weight of the spirit or a spirit of heaviness this one is a little bit different this one is not even a little bit greatly different from a burden how so remember a burden when imparted in your spirit is meant to provoke you to do something yet when you have the spirit of heaviness this one does not want you to do something so the spirit of heaviness or a weight suppresses you yet a burden of the spirit causes you to manifest amen and amen so if you've got a spirit of heaviness or if you've got a weight in the spirit that one suppresses you but if you've got a burden in the spirit that one does not suppress you it's like if it's like the way jeremiah says there's a fire shut up in my bones that one is not for sitting you can't sit with a fire glory to god so the spirit of a, a spirit of of heaviness or a weight in the spirit will hinder you from the work whilst a burden will propel you to do a work ask your neighbor have you ever had a burden no you're not it seems like others are not asking their neighbors have you ever had a burden mm-hmm. right so what will happen is that anytime somebody gets to have a burden they are they are provoked to do something they are provoked to act somebody that has a burden will not sit down somebody who has a burden will not rest until and i'm telling you when these burdens begin to get hold of believers 
it becomes so so lovely and i'm going to tell you this especially that we are in the last days in a season where there's going to be a great awakening many believers will going to be having spiritual burdens and when they're going to be having these spiritual burdens the spiritual burden will demand them to only rest when they are done ha huh, i'm telling you years ago when a burden came for life rich church planted within my spirit i stopped sleeping i tried to sleep i tried to roar i tried to turn the burden within me was saying life rich church life rich church there was no sleeping until that which was birthed is here today that's how burdens are glory to god burdens in a in a in a very natural way i would describe them like pregnancies they are planted within your spirit but that pregnancy which is planted within your spirit sometimes is not yet due yet god wants you to begin to labor and 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 allow that pregnancy to develop within you and once that pregnancy has fully developed you are the one again to push <laughs> until you bear and have that burden released and when god sees that he says congratulations and hey in the same way you will be happy and you say i did the will of the lord and god will say okay on to the next one what am i trying to say burdens will only end when we go that side are they will only end why because there is work here there is great work bible says occupy until i come so if you dealt with one burden don't keep it as your past glory experience say i'm getting ready for another greater glory for the glory of the latter is better than the former amen and amen and even as i'm going to be sharing this message some of you are going to be awakening to certain burdens that the lord had planted within you remember i said burdens are like pregnancies therefore you must be careful not to abort them you must be careful not to abort them you must be careful not to 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 ignore them amen and amen I, I, today i'll be very very prophetic I'm, i'm 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 trying to tell someone hey the lord said you're supposed to write a book where is that book Uh, the, the lord says you're supposed to uh, minister to a certain generation encourage them the lord said ah, to you i've sent you to ladies to encourage them to build them those burdens that were there what is the state of it right now tell your neighbor and say burdens so burdens are meant to be acted upon and not to be necessarily ignored and it's very interesting even when we study the bible we see quite a number of people that the lord had placed certain burdens upon them the reason why we study biblical figures and uh, uh, characters is because the bible tells us uh, mark the perfect man and at the end of him there is peace meaning when we notice and observe certain people there are certain results that we see in our lives that if we practice the same thing 
we will get the same results. Amen and amen. And that's why we look at biblical characters. So the Bible shows us quite a number of people in the scriptures, both in the Old and the New Testament, whom God planted burdens. Alright. So God doesn't just do a thing, rather. He just doesn't start something just like that. He first plants a burden into somebody. And when somebody has that burden within them, they are prepared slowly. And one of the most common characters that we see in the scriptures who had a great burden is a man by the name of Moses. The Bible tells us this in second, oh, in Exodus chapter number 2 and verse 11. We'll read from verse 11 verse to 13. If you know Moses, by that time Moses was living uh, with Pharaoh in, in the palace. Okay. Yet, somehow, it seemed like a burden began to brew within him. He began to develop a hatred for slavery. Yet, he was in the palace. I mean, why should you begin to have hatred for slavery when you're not even a slave yourself? Let's look at it. Now, it came to pass in those days when Moses was grown, when he went out to his brethren and looked at their burdens, he saw an Egyptian beating a Hebrew, one of his brethren. Next verse. So he looked this way and that way, and when he saw no one, he killed the Egyptian and hid him in the sand. What made Moses kill the Egyptian? It's because there was a burden that was brewing within him that developed hatred for slavery. Something within him started staring up and saying, I can't allow my own. I can't allow my own to keep suffering. That's how burdens start. They begin with thoughts. You begin to ponder over certain things and you say, No, I can't allow my nation Zambia to suffer. No, 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 no. Then a burden is brewing. You find for others, it's, it's, it's too much. My family has gone through so, so much. A burden starts when you're tired of certain things. And so Moses here began to get tired of the slavery that was inflicted over his brethren. But trust me, at this time Moses was in the house of the palace. He was enjoying things. He had everything he needed. But then there was a burden that was brewed within him. And when he had that burden, the Bible actually tells us that mm -mm, he saw an Egyptian mistreating his fellow brethren. And so he looked left. He looked right. Obviously, I know he did not cultivate the burden properly here. But the Bible tells us he killed an Egyptian soldier. Kupaya. Glory to God. The next verse. And when he went out the second day, behold, two Hebrew men were fighting. And he said to one who did wrong, Why are you striking your companion? We see another kind of burden that Moses is having. He's seen his fellow brethren fighting, but he's not happy. Have you observed sometimes there are people in a certain midst where you will find people are fighting, there will be that person who wants to stop the fight. Yet there will be another person who wants to record the fight. Different burdens. 
Amen and amen. Different burdens altogether. That person who wants to stop the fight wants peace. Yet that person who wants to record the fight has a burden for likes. Facebook likes. Amen and amen. So Moses sees his brethren fighting and he's not happy. Why? Because he's got a burden to unite people. He's got a burden to carry an Israel within him. Ah. At this time he did not understand it. You have to understand that sometimes when burdens come, immediately you may not really understand it. Because at this time God did not even say go to Pharaoh and say let my people go. He just planted a burden. And that's how beautiful God is. And I can tell you, in most cases, some of you where you are right now, it's because God planted a burden. It started from childhood. I think I want to be a doctor. You think that just happened like that? Why? You find that God would plant a certain burden within you because you might be tired and say, why aren't they cures? Me when I come. When I'm raised into this profession, there's a certain way that I'm going to handle it with excellence. There's a certain way that I'm going to bring progress to this profession. A burden. Amen and amen. And so the Bible tells us when Moses has this burden, first of all, he has a burden to hate slavery. And secondly, he has a burden to unite people. And so the Bible tells us when Moses is called later on in Exodus chapter number 3 verse 10. Let's see what God now does. He's now calling Moses. He says, Come now therefore, I will send you to Pharaoh that you may bring my people, the children of Israel, out of Egypt. Who would best go there than a person that hates slavery? Mm, Think about it. Who would go there than a person that hates slavery? Who would go there than a person who loves a united people? So sometimes God will work on the burden that you've actually cultivated within you and will easily use you. Do you think it would be easy for God to use you in the healing ministry when you have no compassion? There are a lot of people that say, Lord, me, use me to even lend to the nations. But you can't even give your own sister. No burden. How is it that your burden has jumped to the nations when your own household is suffering? Are you sure that's a burden from the Lord or a last to be recognized? So God calls Moses. The next verse. But Moses said to God, Who am I that I should go to Pharaoh? And that I should bring the children of Israel out of Egypt. Now stop there. Notice 
Moses did not necessarily say, hmm, nayo paine. He did not necessarily say, ah, I'm not interested in this assignment. Everything within him knew that mm, he hates these things. In fact, he knew that Pharaoh wanted to kill him. Yet he did not say, ah, I go back where they want to kill me. Are you sure? <laughs> you must be joking. No, he didn't say that. Moses just answered the question and says, who am I? But God has a question for every person that asks, who am I? What did God say? Next verse. So he said, I will certainly be with you. That's the response of God. Moses asks, who am I? And God says, I will be with you. Showing you that when we are talking about the who am I, it's not a factor when you are walking with God. It's not a factor. It's not about you now. It's now God possessing a vessel. God in man. Working through somebody. That's why the Bible says how God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and power to do wonders. Amen and amen. And so Moses is told, I will certainly be with you and this shall be a sign to you that I have sent you. When you have brought the people out of Egypt, you shall serve God on this mountain. So Moses has this burden. Yet when he has this burden, God calls him and then sends him forth. And after he sends him forth, I'm sure we know the story. That burden which was planted in him many years ago came to a great fruit and progress. Another person that we can see from the scriptures is a man by the name of Noah. Noah had something planted in him by the Lord. He was a great obedient man, upright, before the Lord. In fact, before Noah was born, his own father declared something. Let's look at it. How many remember the father of Noah? Amen. Mm -hmm. Genesis chapter number 5 and verse 28. Lamech lived 182 years and had a son. Next verse. And he called his name Noah. So Lamech was the father of Noah. And he called his name Noah saying, This one will comfort us concerning our work and the toil of our hands because the ground, because of the ground which the Lord has cursed. So Lamech, who was also a laborer, has a son. And somehow prophetically, he begins to declare something concerning his son. And he says, this one will bring comfort to us. This one, ah, this one, this one will bring comfort. This one will be very instrumental. And for sure, the Bible shows us when God looked at the earth and saw how wicked it was. The Bible says he looked at Noah and said, this one, this one is, this one is righteous. 
this one i will use this one to preserve mankind and that's how god would come to noah and tell him noah i want you to build an ark noah i want you to do this do that but it's very interesting noah is a man that a very interesting man that always received instructions from god yet never questioned him noah build an ark yes sir Noah this is yes sir Noah get seven animals it wasn't making sense yes sir but he was wired for it there are ducks there you've left okay yes sir there are these animals you've left. yes sir the mosquitoes leave them outside but unfortunately they made it <laughs> He had a great burden. And that's why you see this. Whenever someone has a burden, you can't talk them out of it. You can't. Because everything within them knows knows beyond reasonable doubt that this 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 is where I should go. It seems like everyone out there Well no I was preaching or saying iwe just eat drink and be merry What are you saying No is preaching and preaching you what can you tell us Just do this just forget about that No there's going to be a flood yeah making noise I told him to sit down take a seat Have you ever been told to take a seat Have you ever had such a burden in life then the cousin at papita nae mwenkalani chabe imwe mulishua at company they even laugh at you but regardless of every utterance that was spoken in the midst of Noah Noah knew everything within him said no God is coming and he's going to do something even though it didn't make sense to him within his spirit he had the burden to fulfill the will of god ask your neighbor again do you have a burden now even as i'm speaking and preaching this message today it will also be lovely for you to really check yourself if you really have a burden if you are empty of one or perhaps at least we can start from if you need one today you will have one amen and amen daniel was another person that had a great burden daniel chapter number 9 and verse 2 in the first year of his reign i daniel understood by the books the number of years specified by the word of the lord through Jeremiah the prophet that he would accomplish 70 years in the desolations of Jerusalem so Daniel understood by the books by the prophecies of Jeremiah that the time the 70 year time frame for Israel to be under captivity is coming to an end he understood that it's time things need to be happening right now guess what there are so many people who heard the prophets 
uh, there are so many people who heard what the prophet had said but somehow Daniel proposed it within himself that Mm-mm, since it's time then I think I need to go on a fast maybe a open heavens fast because the prophet announced that 70 years are actually going to be up and then Israel's uh, uh, captivity has to end so I need to pray because here if I don't pray it might go on is, is there somebody that can be like Daniel and say no it was prophesied that by this time I need to be established financially I need to be established to a certain degree it hasn't happened but I can press into it after all the Bible says with the prophecies that you've been given wage war with them this is the burden the young man received something that is not necessarily concerning him and this is one very interesting things about burdens in most cases they don't even concern you they are about others when god comes to moses he's thinking of israel nothing to do with no moses i'll come to you i'll give you a good marriage then you say i receive no it was moses i want you to take my people out of egypt that's how it is so which ones do you respond to are you the one that when you just res- when you just hear someone or maybe if someone gives you a word and say by june next year finish me papa <sighs> yet when your neighbor receives a word and says the hand of the lord is over you you instead of saying father in jesus name preserve this person you just say mm, hand of the lord you don't say upon them upon them what about me you only problem here that that is the heaviness of the spirit glory to god so daniel receives this burden understands it receives the burden through reading the scriptures <laughs> and this is a prophet prophesied prophet jeremiah ah ah this one who was a prophet before <laughs> he, he was even born ah with this one this one no 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 i need to do something and the man decides to start praying and the bible tells us if you read the whole of daniel chapter number 9 daniel is beginning to pray he's praying for israel the prince of god and he's praying for israel and the bible tells us an angel is dispatched with an answer the very day that daniel prays ah which is good the effective prayer of the righteous availeth much right but when that angel is released with an answer the bible tells us a principality known as the prince of persia blocks the angel that is coming with the answer for daniel blocks the angel and say where are you going <laughs> so it's now angelic beings against angelic beings an angel versus a prince now notice in daniel's praying 
he's dealing with a principality a prince when, when we talk about a principality this one rules over territories why is he dealing with a, a, a something that rules over territories it's because he's praying for a territory hey it's because he's praying for a territory and then the bible shows us daniel refuses to say you know what i'm not going to give up i'm this one i'm now going on a fast even though we call daniel fast 21 days prayer and fasting daniel only said amen after he got his answer meaning it would have gone more and more and more that's what a burden does it rests only when it is done So he begins to pray. It's just a pity by that time they had no tongues. But the man was praying. For us we are even the Bible says the spirit of the Lord helps us in our weaknesses through prayers, utterances. Then they didn't have that. They would just say Elohim you are good, Elohim you are great, this this that. But for us when you know yazanda ni karashkata pakata so kindos kratos yeah we are taking it to another level oh so you think you are stubborn okay no problem i'll show you you even make a code dikon samuel in a prayer request let's meet at midnight on friday we need to change some things power must change hands hey and the bible tells us this man is praying and as he is praying Remember a principality was released to block his answer and yet the bible tells us another prince shows up this one is an a, a a a great angel of god described usually as the angel of the church his name is michael the one that dealt with lucifer in heaven Can you imagine the same one that dealt with Lucifer in heaven threw him down and Jesus came to testify that oh Lucifer I beheld him for as lightning when Michael threw him down dear in abuela Michael listen <laughs> now now I want you to I want you to see something this is a man that is praying but in his prayer he is inviting a prince as well he is inviting an angel of the church meaning There are certain things that will come on scene in your life when you make prayers for territories or nations. Listen, Michael is not going to come if Daniel is praying for himself. Because Michael is the angel of the church. There are certain things you invite when you say, "Lord, I pray for the nation of Zambia." There are certain things you invite when you begin to labor for those around you burdens Daniel had it the bible tells us Michael deals with the prince of Persia and the angel that had the answer of Daniel came to Daniel and said I had your answer the first the first day but I was withheld But I thank God. I'm here now. I have the answer. It is done. Israel is moving forward. It is done. 
it came through somebody cultivating a burden within him themselves it came through somebody saying you know what i know food is important but i'm going to put it away listen a burden does not come to somebody who's got nothing to do i'm telling you this guy was a senior government official but he knew that he had to take leave days yeah why he knew that the days for israel to live are near he knew and he did that results came and when god uses you to carry out a certain burden and it happens he will not leave you just like that there's a certain way he will decorate you because he will count you as a faithful servant that's why the bible tells us the one who produced five talents to him was given another one more capacity was given to him saints of god in these last days in this season where there's going to be great awakenings we're going to see men and women be filled with great burdens some people their burden was is just going to pray for a new generation that the lord is going to raise you will find that they are in prayer praying for a generation seven hours non-stop prayer lord i pray for that one that i pray for this one i remember there was a time i shared with you that there was a time i was a little bit downcast and the lord sent a certain bishop from i don't up to now i don't know that man i tried to look for him the lord sent a certain bishop to begin to pray for me i was in my room and that bishop began to start praying for me and i began to feel strength i began to feel strength i was just in my room in kamala south and the lord just inspired upon somebody he says there is there's a prophet in africa this one start praying for him now he had a burden and i understood how so or god would use ananias to start interceding for so for paul and while paul is praying god tells ananias that so has seen you in a vision that you are going to come and lay hands on him and he's going to see so god gave ananias a burden what burden do you have today what burden do you perceive you need to attend to that you might have neglected what burden are you working on right now burdens of the spirit in isaiah chapter number 62 verse 1 2 3 one of my favorite scriptures we are seeing a powerful utterance we are seeing an expression of a burden look at what he says for zion's sake i will not hold my peace and for jerusalem's sake i will not rest until her righteousness goes forth as the brightness 
and her salvation as the lamp that burns. For the sake of Jerusalem, I will not rest. For the sake of Zion, I would not rest. Listen, our burdens are different. Sometimes your burden is limited to a family member. For the sake of the bandas, ah, I am not resting. No, 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 no. For the sake of the, of the chewers, I am not resting. It could be tribal, it could be whatsoever, it could be by nation. For the sake of my country, Zambia, no, 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 I'm not resting. No, no, no. Ah, no, no, I'm not resting. Until, until I see it. That's a burden. That's a burden. Sometimes your burdens need to be caught even right within this church and say for the sake of life rich church ah no <laughs> in this open heavens fast i am not resting i'm telling you until until ah lord you said 70000 seat capacity for the sake for the sake for the sake i am not resting those are burdens but they are given to each one what are you picking up in the spirit I'm telling you, anyone that picks up burdens, you are healthy spiritually. Very healthy. As people that even belong and serve under the church, pick up burdens. Don't add burdens. Pick them up. Like pick up burdens. Don't but don't bring burdens. You know, that's why I say there is a difference between having a burden and merely identifying a wrong. Imagine somebody is right here within the church and they see praise team is using mics that are corded and one of them almost trips and then they say, Eh, hey, one of my mic, Why can't they use proper mics? They have identified the problem. But the fact that they have no capacity to sort a problem, that's not a burden. They are a burden themselves. They are a problem. But when you have a burden, and you see, "Mm -mm, these guys have been using coded mics for a long time. Ah, no. I need to do something about it. A burden always provokes you to do something. Ah, no, no. Mm. Ah, wait. We are alive. We are using a cafone. Ah, no. Ah, we are, we are, we are. I need to do something. Listen, and in most cases when burdens come, they, they really seem bigger than you. The ark was bigger than Noah. Like it didn't make sense to him. How do you build a boat that is just so big that will fit in animals? There were no boats that were built like that. It was the first boat of his kind. God was the engineer. He gave the plan. What am I trying to show you? When he gives you the burden, don't worry, he gives the capacity to sort things out. So if he says, hey, I am giving you, I'm starting to give you the burden to pray for Zambia. Guess what? That burden does not come void of angels. The burden will come and God will say, hey, three-thirds of angels, Tien, Kavie, go, work with Deacon Samuel. <laughs> hey. So a burden will always come with capacity. It will always come with capacity to sort it out, to sort things out. 
That's why even a womb, a woman when she carries a baby in her womb, she has capacity to hold the child. Somebody say burdens. If we can reach to a place where we choose not to rest, to only say I will only rest until it is done. Eh? It would be good. There are times some of my leaders will talk to me and will call me. Most especially to Konesonya, she will text me and say, "Daddy, have you eaten today? Daddy, have you done this?" And I'll be like, "Oh, you've just reminded me I need to eat." But anyway, you find that sometimes we are only eating at midnight after we've attended to everything. Why? The burden will not allow us. Many people who know me and have stayed with me, they will notice me coming from work. Immediately I come from work, pa, connect a laptop and I start working. They're like, "This man, what's wrong with him?" I say, "I've got a burden. I can't just sleep. I can't sleep. I've got something that I need to push." If you could only understand when God gives you a burden, do you know what he's declaring? He's declaring, "Son, daughter, I am counting on you." counting on you. You can't have, you, you you can't at at that point at that point there's no way you want to disappoint God. He's given it to you. And so he's counting on you. He says, "Son, I'm counting on you. I can't go to the house of Pharaoh, but you can. I'm counting on you. Don't worry, I'll be with you. I'll be with you. But you are the one to make the utterances. I'm counting on you. Glory to God. Those are the burdens of the spirit. Many other people that we see in the New Testament had burdens. Jesus had great burdens. Serious burdens. We see him in the garden he's praying with his disciples. His disciples are sleeping. Yet the Bible says Jesus at that time was so overwhelmed that he began to sweat as of blood. Who should sleep first? The one who's overwhelmed or the one who's just normal? Obviously it's the one that is overwhelmed. Yet when a Peter sleeping and Jesus says, come on, why do you keep sleeping? Come on, wake up. Pray. 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 No one was even there to pray for Jesus. Yet they have seen him anguished. He's about to he's about to to put things away and he says father this cup is heavy this cup is heavy but he says but let your will be done this one is my burden i'm going to drink in the fellowship of suffering it's okay it's okay as long as it's for the sake of jeremiah as long as it's for the sake of that generation coming back to you lord i'm going to do it Jesus got a burden for the whole world. Imagine how heavy that was. But he did it. And God said, "Well done. Come. I'm giving you a name above all names in heaven and on earth and under the earth. Come and sit at my right hand. Well done, my son." But wow, Jesus got that. 
Bible says, ah, it shows us that, Mm-mm. I can't just sit like that. So the Bible calls Jesus a high priest and says he is now making intercession to the ones that he sent here on earth. He's interceding for Samuel. He's interceding for you. He says, since I sent these people who are there on earth, I know how it is on earth. I need to be praying for them day and night. Day and night. He says, don't worry. I'm not just going to pray for them in heaven. I'm going to send them the Holy Ghost, the intercessor on earth, to be praying for them and through them. Lord, give us those burdens. May we be counted worthy to carry out your will. Burdens need to be handled a very special way. When you study the parable of the Samaritan, the Bible shows us, that this, this should be in the book of uh, Luke 19 verse 30, going up. But we're not going to look at it. We'll just, I'll, just, I'll just quote it. The Bible tells us that one time there was a certain man that was going on a journey. I believe many of you have even watched the cartoon or something like that. But one man was going on a certain journey and he was attacked by robbers. Beaten. The Bible says he was left half dead. I'm not so sure how medical practitioners would really... Uh, explain what that means but the Bible says he was left half dead and so when he was left half dead there were three individuals that passed or rather witnessed this man that was half dead the Bible said the first one was a priest the priest was walking he was walking and he saw this man who was half dead Yet the Bible says, when he saw him, he crossed the road and moved to the other side and kept walking. This is the priest. I'm not so sure what his excuse was. Perhaps his excuse is, I'm going to have mass or whatsoever. Or I have to attend to certain things. But what's strange is that this priest looked at a body that is half dead and ignored In short, he had an encounter that was supposed to stir up a burden within him so that he can attend to the man, yet he ignored. The Bible says the second one was a Levite. Imagine a Levite coming from the tribe of Levi. Ah. This guy sees somebody, a Samaritan. And when he sees a Samaritan, what does he do? Like the priest, he crosses the road and moves alone. Ignores. Because there is no one to see him. He can run away. Yet he forgets that there is a God named Jehovah Elroy, the God who sees and he's seen what 
a junior priest can be doing in the same way a priest who is like a pastor neglecting a burden the bible tells us a young samaritan woman <laughs> man rather a young samaritan man starts passing and he sees this person that is injured that is half dead and behold everything within him says i must act remember there was a priest there was a levite yet a samaritan man worked out things this is to show you god doesn't use titles he uses people don't just think he's going to use the prophets before they are prophets they are people He's not concerned about the title he's concerned about the function that's why he will never say why didn't you call yourself senior archbishop he will say why didn't you do the work of an evangelist so this samaritan man sees this person that is half dead and the bible says he began to use oil and other things to help him the burden within him propelled him to start doing something remember i told you burdens do not come to people that have nothing to do the samaritan man had an agenda yet a burden in response to a burden sometimes you have to put certain things on the side not fully neglecting them but saying i'll be back is some urgent thing that needs to be done here the samaritan man begins to help this one helps him to such a place that he even hires a lodge for the person that was half dead would you hire a lodge for someone that you don't know i mean just even your own neighbor that you call bestie to any or whatsoever We have people that are unable to do that. What more a person that is you don't know has done nothing to your family, has not done anything to improve your life. Would do that. Burdens. Saints of God, these burdens come. These burdens are planted in our lives. but we can't afford to make excuses and say no i'm too busy we can't afford to make excuses and say no nadwala jesus never made an excuse when he was overwhelmed and he was sweating with blood he didn't say lord wait i'm dealing with things right now no 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 but instead he attended to the burden that was there how about you are you attending to those burdens? so in the arena of burdens we have people that will sometimes have burdens over their families there was a time i once had a burden over my family at that time i was starting my prayer session and as i was enjoying the lord said son turn off that music 
it's time to go for war. And I'm like, what? Says, yep. Says, I want you to visit both sides of your family. Start praying for your family now. And I said, Holy Spirit, you are my guide. No problem. Let's go for it. And I started praying. I went to my mother's side. Like the Spirit of the Lord would move Ezekiel to certain places and the same way the Lord would move me. I would go to my mother's village and I would begin to pray. I was finding strange things. Listen, sometimes when you look at us, you think as if there is nothing that we got to fight. I looked and I see a shrine right before me. I said, Lord, what is this? He says, this is a shrine. I said, hey, what is it doing here? And I see certain concoctions that were made against my family. And then the Lord shows me someone who was making prayers against my mother. My, my own mother. Ah, he touched the wrong one. I said, my mother. He says, yes. Ask your mom. Whenever she sleeps at night, she's never told anyone. She usually has pains in her body. I say, yay. Lord, what do I do? He says, start destroying these concoctions now. (laughs) You think I was going to play? That time it was not a time for me to say, Lord, give me you. It was evil arrows, go back to your center. It it was was serious business there. It was uh, there. There I had to be a firebender like Elijah. Oh Lord God of Elijah, arise and cause fire to burn this. Ah, there, I was not playing. And I prayed, prayed, prayed. Afterwards, met a witch, witch doctor. I said, Lord, I don't even need to hear what I need to do this to this one. I don't need to hear, I know. I know. Glory to God. Afterwards, I felt a peace within me. That's what happens when you fulfill a burden. It, it, it will just lift off and you'll feel happy and peaceful. Like, hey. And I said, wow. He says, you're not yet done. I said, hey. Go to your father's. Ah. I went to my father's site. I reached in the camp of their village and I found witchcraft. Serious witchcraft. In case you thought my lineage is full of priests and archbishops or archangels. Just in case you thought of that. My grandfather was a witch. Not not by story. He was a full-time witch. Such that if he tells you You will not see the sun tomorrow. May your soul rest in peace. I'm telling you. Serious witchcraft. There are witches who hide and move in the night. They will not tell you they are witches. But this man would say, Inendinem fuiti. 
And that's where the Lord took me. But even when the Lord had taken me, by the time my grandfather had died, he he had raised junior witches as well. That's why even if you read my book, The Warrior Within, you will notice there was a time I was explaining how when I was a little boy, just a little baby, they wanted to kill me. They were coming from this same place. Witches, unfortunately, are usually relatives. I don't know why. <laughs> like if you find a witch, it's, it's for in the family. He's got no time to go to another family. Uh, yeah. And so I began to pray against witchcraft. And I began to see things. How witchcraft was working against my family. Working against my own father. And I said, what? Ah. Prayed. Prayed and prayed. Until everything was done. Lord said, good. Now go and tell your family what you have done and what you have seen. Joy is coming to them. And I went there and I told them. My mom was like, how did you know this? How did you know this? And I said, hey, this is what the Lord was ministering to me. A burden that he gave me for my family. Glory to God. From that time I've been receiving many other burdens. Sometimes God would give me a burden for individuals. There's one testimony that she shared with me. Uh, Philomena. Where while she was in a house she almost suffocated to death. But one of the things she doesn't know is that at that same time, the Lord woke me up, gave me a burden. There's a daughter this side you need to pray for. When a burden comes, sometimes they'll come at 0-3 while you're enjoying sleep. But when it comes, just say yes, sir. Ah, just say yes, sir. It requires serious discipline. It requires serious effort towards it. And I attended to that. And she came testifying and I said, May the Lord be glorified. Sometimes I don't even have to say, Oh, I was praying for you. I'll just say, May the Lord be glorified. There are times he will say, Mention them by names. These are burdens. Three years ago, the Lord gave me burdens as well for the nation of Zambia. I don't know about you, but there was a certain way that when I see an accident happen, I would be so irritated, not angry, angry. And I would say, why are these happening in my nation while I'm still alive? I would would hear of great people of faith that would say things like, as long as I'm alive, there is no wish that can look me in my face. And I say, hey, wow. Why should I also allow certain things to happen in my nation? 
took me to a place to seriously begin to pray for my nation. Saints of God, it's time we position ourselves on the platform of prayer. It's a great platform that we actually receive burdens from. Sometimes we think that we have no burdens because we are simply not praying. While we are there on the platform of prayer, begin to receive burdens. Not just to pray for people, not just to intercede. Sometimes your burdens require you to bring out something for a great generation. Sometimes the Lord will just give you that burden and say, please write a book on the love of God. People need that. Write it. Sometimes God will just give you something within you and say, I want you to be posting something. Start start doing, you know, very uh, interesting programs on your platform. Do that. To others, the burden is, listen, I want you to begin to release music. Some of you, you don't know, you find with that same burden, Kanshi God has given you a trumpet to sound through your music. And you don't know that. Sometimes the Lord will stir up certain things even within your dreams, especially within your dreams. He's showing you some of you within your dreams. You can testify that you've prayed for people and they've gotten healed. Others, you, you're just seeing people on wheelchairs and you say, healed, stand, 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 stand. And they easily stand. And you're wondering, I say, why was I dreaming about that? God is showing you where he's supposed to take you. God will not entertain you with miracle dreams. When you have dreams of being used as a vessel, it's not for entertainment. It's for preparation. It's for preparation. And so it's time to arise. It's time to arise, O generation. It's time to arise, O people of God. The world is eagerly waiting for the manifestations of the sons of God. Burdens, I know they are different and God would, on the same individual, will allow burdens to, to influence different spheres. Sometimes God will give you a burden so that you can influence your, your, your profession, the courses that you are studying. He will give you a burden for that. Meanwhile, while he's giving you that burden, he will also give you a burden for in the house of the Lord. While we are doing that, he will give you a burden for the family. While we are doing that, he will give you a burden for this and that. So you will find that one person, you've got multiple burdens. And you're wondering, why all this me? It's because God is saying, I'm counting on you and I know you can do it. In case you are asking a question like Moses, who am I? The Lord is saying, I will be with you. 
in case you are asking questions and say lord i don't have any experience to handle this you are busy telling me about an orphanage yes i know i love these things but how do i do it who am i i'm just a simple person the lord is saying to you i am with you so don't be worried about the question who am i be concerned about the answer of who he is and he is the i am that i am he is the rock of ages he is the great great i am the alpha and omega the beginning and the end that one is the one who said i'm with you so if he said release a song for this generation go ahead start preparing if he said build something go ahead start doing that we are counting on you now what's very interesting is that even when we are receiving burdens from the lord the lord allows us to express because a burden is an expression of love not only are we expressing our love for him when we carry it out the lord has said i'm also going to allow you to catch burdens from one another in galatians chapter number 6 verse 2 the bible tells us to carry burdens for one another meaning just as you are able to receive a burden from the lord to do the will of god the bible says you can look at individuals and pick up a burden from them and say i'm going to help you that's why the bible says bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of christ if today come i see my brother is not okay and he needs help and if i have the capacity to help him i need to share a burden with him i need to help him walk i need to help him stand that's what the bible says share burdens if i see my brother is unwell in his body and i know i have the capacity to help him stand i need to rise up and say in the name of the lord jesus i agree with you and the entire congregation this problem you shall see no more that's been a burden barrier that's been a person that carries burdens for one another the bible says as you do this you're fulfilling the law of christ in fact whenever you carry burdens for other people god will easily give you other burdens for his own sake the bible shows us there was a man who carried the cross of jesus and Jesus could not carry it. And what's very interesting, just by him carrying the cross, the Bible gives us a full description of him. In most cases when the Bible is saying about other people, it says there was a man who was this. There was a man who was favored. But then this man that carried the cross of Jesus, the Bible says this man's name was Simon from Cyrene it also highlighted his location where he stays it says i will remember Cyrene because of Simon because of Simon 
Why? He carried the cross of Jesus. Helped him. Even the man whom when Jesus had no place to lay his grave or rather his, his, his body where the, there was no place where to lay his body. The Bible says a man by the name of Joseph. This is of Arimathea. Offered his place. Listen. Anytime you have a burden and you carry it out, God recognizes you. When the body of Christ needed finances, there was a man that was called Joseph and he was given a name Barnabas who was the son of encouragement. Recognized for carrying out a burden. Thank you. I know on that day when we're going to experience the great awards, the Bema Awards in heaven, there will be announcements and there will be utterances. There was a woman, Loriska of Kamwala, who did signs and wonders before men, before people. There is a philomena of uh, this area. What area? That area. Who did signs and wonders. Yeah. It would be declared. It would be declared. There was a group of people. Of Life Rich Church. They planted themselves in Zambia. Then they went to Botswana. Then they went to Namibia. Then they... Ah, this group come before the Lord. You did well. You did well. You carried the burdens of Christ. And so, enter into the joy of the Master. You are lifted. Rise to your feet. Saints of God, it's time.